Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome in to Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my hella tight co-host, Mozzie. Bruh. Bruh. Ready to talk about some tight ends, brother. Showtime. Yeah, dude. <laughs> sure am. <laughs> so for this episode, um, I have not really gotten a chance to dig into tight ends much, so I would rather not say made up shit or shit I read somewhere else that you cannot confirm with my own eyes. So what we will be doing today is a little Q&A where I ask Mozzie if uh, a commonly seen thing about a tight end is true or not. Now, there aren't many tight ends where I've seen common things with them. So, you know, this may not be a super long segment. <laughs> it may, may be like five guys where I ask about, and then he, you know, talks about the rest. But alas. Or any other random question you might have about them, feel free. Yeah, so the main guy I've seen talked about at all. Like, the only tight end name I could remember is Trey McBride. Is, <laughs> yeah, pretty is much. He, is he the best one? Um, He's definitely the most physical blocker, which is why he's most people's consensus top tight end. He's a good route runner. Uh, they used him a lot in the offense, so he has production as well as usage. So he's got all those things under his belt. I worry a little bit about his size. He's not small. I think they said he was like 6'3". You know, some tight ends, that's just not going to cut it in the NFL. They, there's a reason they're all like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. So I have a little, just a little concern. He might be a little too like slow to be a wideout, but he's just not big enough to be a dominant tight end. But I would say overall, he is pretty much the best prospect in the class and... Yeah, yeah, is, is that fa- factoring all around, or he's like, yeah, yeah, that's all around. I I do think that uh, there are other guys that might end up being better for fantasy in the long run, but in terms of general NFL, he's got he's the best blocker to like being able to catch it by like a lot. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've heard. I also heard he has two moms. So, whoa, I didn't hear that. Yeah, um, I ended up hearing like a little story about him. Like he grew up in like a small town, two moms. Like they kind of expected like it to be an issue, but like everyone was actually like apparently pretty accepting there. Which I'm like, oh, that's a cool story. But yeah, he's got two moms. Hell yeah! So d- d- double McBride, double the football mom. <laughs> that's sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I mean I like him. Yeah, he won the the Mackey Award, right? That's the best tight end award. Gotcha, gotcha. After him, it's not great. To put it in perspective, I'll listen to Chris Sims a lot on his quarterbacks. And then every now and then, one of his uh, next positional rankings will pop up. So all that'll like play as well. His number one tight end was the OSU guy, uh, Jeremy Ruckert. And he compared him to Dalton Schultz. So like just to put in perspective the class that we're dealing with, if an actual like talent evaluator, which I guess I could call him, uh, thinks that the best tight end in the class is Dalton Schultz. We're not 
dealing <laughs> with a whole hell of a lot of uh, of stars. It, well, there's no Kyle Pitts this year. Oh no, there's no Kyle not. Pitts. There's no Kyle Pitts. There's no Hawkinson. On a, on a sick there's day. no Fant. There's no. probably not even a Goddard. Maybe at best. No, no. I, I really do think we're in like the. We're in like the end of his career, Greg Olson and Dalton Schultz tight end world. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, and right now Schultz is pretty good, but he's Schultz is also kind of outperforming what a lot of people have expected from him. So, oh yeah, and it took him three years to be good. Yeah, tight end takes a while. It does. But so I guess that's the other thing. I don't want any of these guys fantasy wise in 2022. Yeah, so what I've heard about the rest of the class is that there's a lot of guys who can catch but can't block for, like, for shit. And then there are some just only blockers. There are not really any other all-around guys besides McBride. Is that accurate yeah. or are there any guys? Oh, that's accurate? Okay. <laughs> that is so accurate. It's the problem. After McBride, he's the only one that's really very good at both. Then you have, like, Greg Dulcich from UCLA. I think he's he's kind of just a step down from Trey McBride across the board. He's not a great blocker, but he's not a horrible one. He's he's not a liability. He's solid at route running. He's definitely can be a weapon. Um, I think he has good routes, but he's just not like great at either of them. So I think he's a developmental prospect. Kate Otten's very good at blocking, but had no passes thrown to him. So he's really big. It's possible he can, you know, do, turn that around like Kittle did. Just, you know, good blocker. Didn't really get used much in the offense, but he has no production to show for it. Uh, Isaiah Likely is the guy I've heard a lot about. A really good receiver. Horrible blocker. Uh, Charlie Kolar, Iowa State. Literally a liability in the blocking game. So bad at blocking. <laughs> he probably shouldn't play tight end. Because he's got great routes, great speed, and quick hips. He just can't block. He's got really good yak ability. He's honestly like the poor man's Kelsey in that he's just, he's really good and tall and big, but he can't fucking block. And Kelsey can now, but when he started out, Kelsey's not a good blocker. Uh, Jig, his name, Okonkwo, he's an amazing blocker, but he's like a fullback. He's just not that tall. He, he runs a 4-4, by the way, which is insane. So I really think that he might be like this class's Patrick Ricard. So I will say him. He is a high talent because I think he might be a really good fullback. Huh. 6-2, great blocker, can run a How 4-4. much does he weigh? He's 6-2, runs a 4-4, probably like 220 or something. I want to see if it's on. Um, I'm he is seeing... 238. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what a specimen. He is a specimen. And they have him at 6-3. So that's a little bit better. Yeah, because yeah, he's a, that's pretty yeah. much Ricard. Although Ricard's like over three hundred. Oh yeah, Ricard is fucking huge. Yeah, I don't. I assume he's not as fast, but yes. Right. Um, I think the other guy worth mentioning is Rucker. While I'm on just sort of that tangent of mm-hmm. guys that can only do one thing, he's one of the biggest guys. He's like six five, but he doesn't block that well, which is really stupid. Huh. I don't know if he just it just wasn't a necessity, and so he just has to kind of learn it. As part of, oh, he's a tight end. Like, he just never got that training lesson. I don't get it. Um, Right now, he's basically just a tight end in name, though. Like, he's a good receiver. And I think he's one of the guys that might be fantasy relevant down the stretch. Uh, He's Like, what's going for him is that he does have the size. 
unlike some of the other guys, that he could develop into a good blocker. Gotcha. He has like the foundation in terms of literally his body physique that he can mm-hmm. do that. And that he is a good receiver, that's that's a big plus for him. But as of right now, he's not a. I don't think he's a great blocker. I mean, it's it's tough. Like, do tight end is very hard because you have to know so much about the game and do so many different things. It's it's hard to be a good receiver and a good blocker. So I, I'm not gonna like yeah. you know shit on these guys for not being amazing at both. <laughs> like oh, already, yeah. yeah, it takes Absolutely. a while. In terms of this year, though, there's not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Who else you into? So I've heard about. Okay, let me ask about Jelani Woods. He, um, I'm trying to. I think it's like Kent Lee Platt is the person who does their like athletic score thing, and Jelani Woods got like a perfect ten on it, basically being one of the f- most freakish athletes ever to, you know, come into the league. So what? How do you feel about Jelani Woods out of Virginia? He is a freak. He is six seven. Uh, he is, he is just fucking huge, but he also brings a really big vertical element to the offense. He can go up and get the ball. He's not the best blocker. He definitely doesn't have the best mechanics, but I also think that he probably hasn't been, uh, doing it for all that long is what it looks like. I just think that he was huge. So they put him at tight end. <laughs> um, I think he has decent hands to me. He kind of profiles like Mo Cox, who we love. Mm-hmm. I I don't want to say people are sleeping on him, but because there is a lot that needs to improve with him, just like Mo Alleycox, but a rookie deal, maybe a few years in, uh, he's really athletic. I mean, he is stupid strong. Yeah, so he um, apparently played quarterback in high school, and then they switched him to tight end in college. Really? Yeah. Now, there's another guy that did that, that is doing that, and that's Armani Rogers. Ah, which is, uh, he's another really interesting prospect that I don't even think gets drafted, quite frankly. Because mm-hmm. he did quarterback in college, too, and just recently switched to tight end. He's like 6'5", 225. He has absolutely no idea what he's doing out there at tight end. But he is a fucking freak athletically. <laughs> he has insane upside. And they were showing him at the Combine and the Pro Day, and he was burning corners like he was, huh. he just looked incredible. So like, he has absolutely no tape. He's very raw to the position. He is such a monster. They there is a good chance this guy is like your Darren Waller, quite frankly. Hmm. He's your undrafted tight end that nobody really knows about because he played a different position, and ends up being one of the best in the class. Like I absolutely see that happening with him. So he's definitely just someone needs to keep a while. An eye on. Yeah, he needs a little while. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> he is a freak, too. Him and Jelani Woods are both just massive. Jelani Woods is bigger than him. Yeah, oh, he is. Goodness. He's absurd. Yeah, it's... T- the guys that play tight end, it's just nuts. It's just nuts. It's hilarious, but they're, they're just absurd human beings in general. <laughs> oh, to be that big and that fast. Yeah, it's wild. impressive. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, I, I think, uh, and the first guy I think of is Logan Thomas, of like super athletic <laughs> guy at quarterback that transfers the tight end and does really well. There's no, there's no one else on top of my head that I'm thinking of, but I'm sure there have been others. But I mean, it, it's it's a doable thing, and so yeah, I think I think it'd be it'll be fun to watch these guys, you know, make their transitions like with like in the woods. He has done it in college. Armani just now doing it. Like I, tight end is one of those positions that as people have been able to 
you know, amalgamate a bunch of data and find out what's important for positions. One of the only things that has been found is that you need to be really athletic to be a good fantasy tight end. And so, <laughs> like, it, it's worth it's really worth keeping an eye on these guys who are crazy athletes and change to tight end later, or these guys who played basketball as you know the thing goes and switched to tight end in football like Mo Alicox did, like or Jimmy Graham, of course, like. Yeah, being an absurd athlete is a large part of being a good fancy tight end. As weird as it is, like I know I hate looking through them and being like, ah, he's too short, or uh, he's not tall enough, he's not big enough. But with tight end, it's kind of one of the positions where it it really does make a difference. It's so much easier to block a you know a six foot six defensive end when you're also six six and yeah. your arms can extend long enough to get on their pads uh-huh and like if you're massive and fast you become that mismatch where teams are fucked no matter who they put on you kind of thing like that's what you want out of a tight end a lot of times like too too big for a corner too fast for a linebacker you know yep so and uh we were talking a little before we recorded about like shorter tight ends and there are some that have been like six three and been fine but the only you know guy under 6'2 who came to mind was Aaron Hernandez actually. You know like, what actually just jumped in my mind? Who, did you remember the other guy we were trying to figure out? Yes. I think it was Delaney Walker. Oh. Let me look I him up. Think, I think he was a shorter tight end. Um, He's 6'2, yeah. He's listed 6'2. So the, well, that, that counts yep. as shorter for tight end, 6'2. <laughs> it, no, it really does. Um, yeah, because he he took a little bit to break out, but he did because he he was, he was in San Fran for a while, but then like tried to ball it out in Tennessee. Hell yeah! Well, it's crazy. He didn't like really break out until he was like twenty nine. Yep. Just because San Fran like never used him, and then tight end man, it's wild. His best season was at thirty one. It's fucking weird. Like <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> the dude had dude had a fourteen year career. So that's awesome. Yeah, Walker and Hernandez, which both really good. Obviously, you know, Hernandez off fields. <laughs> everything about him as a human yeah. aside, shorter tight end good at football. I, I think, you know, it's worth bringing that up despite him being, you know, who he was. Yeah. But is there, are there, are there any other tight ends you want to bring up? I see you got a couple more on your list here. Yeah, I do want to bring up Jalen Wiedermeyer. Uh, there were some, some sites some mock drafts that have him as a top five tight end and I don't see it whatsoever. He apparently also tested really poorly at the combine and ran like a five Oh three. So I literally think he, in terms of the NFL, he might've literally tested himself out of being drafted. I don't see that whatsoever. Uh, So yeah, I'm I'm not, I'm not in on the, on the Wiedermeyer, Texas A&M, train right now uh yeah that's uh that might that might be one of those thresholds where you have to be able to cross it yeah we'll see maybe it was just something was going on but that's pretty bad isaiah likely is a guy i want to mention quickly Mm, because i've seen his name (laughs) come up a lot recently he's gotten a lot of traction the past month or so is sort of like the oh he's a sneaky good tight end prospect I also don't see that at all. So where'd he go? Coastal Carolina? Is he that went what to Coastal. Yeah. He reminds me of LaVisca Chenault. And that's not a bad thing. I think he's a good wide receiver. 
I see he's 6'4", 238, which I'm like, that's like, I don't know if he's skinny, but I feel like he need like, I feel like 6'4", usually a little bulkier for tight end, but. Yeah, I want to see really quickly, because when I was looking at it, they didn't have him that tall, but okay. If they are saying 6'4", but yeah, he's, he's a really good receiver, but he can't block at all. Um, yeah, he doesn't look thick. No, he's not. He's shifty. He's actually fairly shifty. I don't know why he doesn't just switch to wide receiver other than... Maybe he's not fast enough. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing I can really think of. Yeah, he, he's got a lot of room to bulk up looking at his frame. Like, I feel like... Him being 6'4 helps him out a little bit for me because when I was looking, it was saying he was like 6'2". Yeah, I'm seeing 6'4". Which would help in my eyes quite a bit. Um... But yeah, I just, he can't block. He's a really good receiver. I, I just, <laughs> he, I don't know. He, I, I, part of me thinks he should just be wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he could be fantasy viable receiving tight end, if anything. Yeah. I was thinking like if he's on the line, he can be sort of the weak side receiver or even just like the jams, the guy at the line then splits off. He can be odd and Tate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea if his hands are on that level or not, but <laughs> he's definitely got he's really athletic. He's got he's a really good receiver. He's just I don't know, he just can't really block that well. So I, I don't Fair. I just don't understand the the tight end designation for him. <laughs> I just think that he should do it like he'll get moved or he'll be an Evan Engram tight end, which is a receiver that sits in the seam most of the game. Yeah, Evan Ingram is more athletic. like Evan Ingram is really athletic though. Like I think that's something we shouldn't discount for sure with him. Oh, for sure. So he's, he's also a been great the receiver. He's got some hand problems, but yeah, he's also <laughs> got the problem of being on the Giants. Or well, he did have the problem. He's on he's on he the Jags now, right? Now he's on the Jags. You know what? I told I told the Trevor Lawrence thing works out for him, but um. Last guy who got on here, I see Jake Ferguson out of Wisconsin, and I just picture a lumberjack ready to block for me. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> he is whatever you're thinking when I say Wisconsin is accurate. Jake is Ferguson from Wisconsin, yeah. Yes. He is big. Uh, he blocks well. He wasn't used a whole lot in the passing game. Probably going to be a solid tight end to somewhere. And you know what? That's That makes you money. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, valuable yeah. and makes you money. That's a great job. That's the thing. Being a decent tight end is worth a lot right now. Teams love having tight ends. Like oh, you see those goodness. random guys yeah. get paid, like a, you know, however many million a year. You're like, wow, okay, it's a valuable spot <laughs> because it's yeah, so he's hard like to play. Like a Tyler Conklin or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Who had a really good year last year, but I mean, yeah. kind of before that, just like a good blocker that helps out third and five is reliable. That's super useful. Yeah. If, if you can block and be just serviceable, serviceable in the passing game, right? That's a lot. That means that's... I think of like what's his name, Brent Selleck. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a great blocker that every now and then would get that key third down. Mm-hmm. Or like uh, Levine Toilolo <laughs> being like random guys who have vultured touchdowns, you know, all the time. <laughs> Is that Tony Gonzalez? No, that's Levine Toilolo. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, not a whole lot of studs. Uh, a lot of guys that are really good in one area of the tight end duality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, 
So you're you're the tight end guy. You love tight ends. You love having multiple on your team. Like in our in our league where we have like a wide receiver tight end flex, you'll play a tight end there. Oh yeah. It's is it is tight end your favorite position? Like just to watch and evaluate, or like it's definitely one of them. Yeah. I, it seems like you enjoy it, just enjoy it a lot because of is it like what goes into the position or is it like the guys who end up at the position or like I think part of it's an admiration for the type of humans that are at the tight end <laughs> position like they're just fucking don't even look human they're so big yeah and some of them are so good I think for me it would be a position I would want to play because you get to you are part of everything like yeah you the whole offense and sometimes you're catching it and making plays and you get to have that aspect where you're just making people miss and juking and in open space but you also have that aspect where you're just chilling back and letting someone else do their thing and you're blocking i love that Mm -hmm. yeah it is it is a demanding position but like you said i think the allure of the guys we see at tight end is just really fun but where before we close that where are you at with this class fantasy wise as far as rookie drafts and then maybe like long-term outlook um in terms of rookie drafts, I think you have five or so guys that are worth a flyer. I think you have McBride, Dulcich, uh, Otten, Ruckert, and then I think either Kolar or Likely are guys you can just kind of take a, a late-round flyer on for a rookie yeah. draft. Do you, do you plan on taking any? I don't, I don't think so. Which is... For you, that's a lot because you, you love your tight ends. You take one like every year. So if you're saying <coughs> no, probably not. That's not. A, that's a whatever the opposite of a ringing endorsement is. Yeah, I would say as of now, no. Um, after the draft, if I like where someone went, that's mm-hmm. a different situation. Yeah. But as of now, no, I don't think so. Gotcha. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's just not. Eh, yeah, even enough. even in good classes, it's sort of tough. Aside from like some obvious guys, like parsing through and finding you know even being like oh a Dawson Knox will be good or like Dalton Schultz or just like realizing like anyone's potential or like Conklin or like it's, it's just tough sometimes to be like this guy will be good because it's just such an intricate position it's so hard to like evaluate all parts of the game like and know like oh this guy I've watched a lot but he's gonna get on the field or like oh this guy's learning to block it's there's just so much to it so oh yeah and i it- like with my rankings, a lot of it is sort of based on okay, they're a good receiver, but they can't block. But they're really big; they can fill into it. I have them a little bit higher. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and you and you hope that can happen because get right. plenty of guys get better at it for sure as they just learn it more. Oh yeah, tight end's got to be the hardest position to start right away. Kyle Pitts was an anomaly. Yeah, I love Kyle Pitts so much. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, but uh. With that, that wraps up our tight end episode. If I, if I watch and come back with any takes, I'll, I'll dish them out when we do wide receivers. But for now, let Mozzie cover it. Mozzie the tight end man. Mozzie the uh, the money line man, whatever you want to call him. Hey. Hey, man, yeah. If you see any betting articles on the website next season, that's going to be all Mozzie. Because he, he's the guy going 70% on our picks and shit. So. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do a lot next year. Yeah. We got, we got a lot of stuff little... Took a lot of little time off from the from the uh, betting just to you know get my get my stuff together, figure out what I like. Uh, next year I'm going in. Good stuff, good stuff. But 
Thank you all for tuning in. We will be back soon with uh, running backs receiver, uh, TBD, which we do. And uh, you can find us online at mozzieandthemuscle.com, on Twitter and TikTok at mozzieandmuscle, where we're doing all different types of stuff. You'll see on Twitter a combo of both of those things of like analysis and some silly. Uh, TikTok might end up being more silly. Uh, website is where you'll find, you know, analysis. <laughs> so, Hard content. Yeah, there might be a, we might put a little bit of stuff on TikTok analysis wise, but that in my opinion, video form it's a lot more fun to talk about goofy stuff like team names. So, but thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back soon.